Hello, beautiful ladies. Welcome back to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. And today we have another incredible guest interview with the fabulous Laurel Parents. Laurel has her master's degree in exercise science with a dual concentration in sports nutrition and sports performance and training. She is the founder of Roots Health Studio, which provides her community and those around the country with ways to improve their health and wellness through fitness classes, nutrition workshops, personal training, and her personal expansion and strong body coaching. Her passion lies in supporting the creation of healthy habits that will transform people's lives and help them believe that anything is possible. Laurel really takes a holistic approach to fitness, nourishment, mindset, and overall wellness that has women finding success in all areas of their lives. Laurel is a dear friend of mine. She has two kids that are around the same ages of my kids. We live very near to each other, and I am beyond excited to bring her onto the podcast to talk all things creating more success and wealth in your life through healthy habit creation. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. Hello, 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 you guys. I am so excited to have another fabulous guest interview today. I have my dear friend, Laurel Perrins, on with me. And Laurel is an incredible woman. She is a mom of two young ones around the same age as my kids. She is a business owner. She is an expert when it comes to exercise science, nutrition, wellness, and she really takes a holistic approach to fitness, nourishment, mindset, and overall wellness to help women find success in all areas of their life. So of course, I knew that I had to have her come on the show and chat with us about how we can really create more wealth in all of these areas by focusing on a few simple things. So Laurel, welcome. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me. I feel honored to be on your podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. And We are going to dive right in today. We're going to be talking about how to create more success and wealth in your life through healthy habit creation. And Laurel's really going to empower you guys and really call you out a little bit at the beginning. So we're going to start with talking about some of the things that are holding you back from achieving the kind of success and wealth you desire that you might not be aware of. And then we're going to talk about 
how do we actually upgrade our awareness, tap into that personal power, and create these healthy habits that are going to propel us forward? So I'm going to hand it over to Laurel. She's going to dive right in, and we're going to start with one thing that might be seriously holding you back from achieving the big goals that you're going after. Yeah, thanks, Lauren. I I think to start off with, and I'm going to say all of this with love, (laughs) everything that I'm coming with you today, I'm coming to you with so much love, but also to push you and to kind of put the power back in your own hands. I think often, and I'm I've been there myself and I have to check myself every so often. We get in our own way. We get in what, and I didn't coin this term, actually Colin O'Brady did, somebody that I admire, but comfortably comfortable complacency. Comfortable complacency is, is how he describes it, where we f- we just live in this comfortable zone, four to six on a scale of one to 10. So one's being really kind of this, this the, the points in life where you feel really low or things aren't going your way, or maybe there's some sort of grief or um, trauma or something's just, some things just don't go right. And then tens where you're, you're feeling over the moon about things. So, so often we live in the four to sixes and it's because it's comfortable. And honestly, it's it's okay to be there. It's okay to to come back to that, to reset and reflect and and feel almost in that safe zone. But we have to in order to grow, experience some of the things that aren't always the butterflies and flowers. And we can then once we experience those things that might feel like the ones, the twos, the threes, we can really find the moments of pure joy when we go above, when we achieve the things that we really are desiring, those seven, eights, nines, tens. And this is all about embracing a growth mindset, really, um, because living in that comfortable complacency, are we achieving the goals that we really want or are we achieving achieving the things that we truly desire um, to have in life? Again, it's okay to come back to that zone. But when we can kind of embrace those lower moments, we can look at them as growing opportunities, ways to expand, moments to learn. I mean, I, I want my kids, I think of my kids in these moments where of course I don't want them to experience the hardships of life, but it's so important that they do in order to learn and to grow because we aren't always going to be with them all of the time. So allowing your growth mindset to kind of own a, a, a new identity, right? And to really just start the process of pushing yourself outside of this comfortable complacency zone, whether or not that's going to propel you up, or maybe you feel those those hardships and those challenges, that's okay, because that in the end is going to actually help you grow and really be able to experience the moments of joy. So this actually ties so well into 
one of the episodes that I just released last week, which was, well, maybe it wasn't last week, but all about holding duality and mm-hmm. how you have the good and the bad. And if everything was just even keeled, you wouldn't experience the joys you want to experience because in order to experience the highs, we have to have the lows. They're opposite sides of the same coin. And I think so often we we want the highs, but we don't want the lows. We don't want the difficult times, the challenging situations, the uncomfortable feelings of change and growth and leaping into the unknown. We just want it to be all good all the time. And we have to realize that if we want it to just be even keeled, that is that four to six range that you're talking about. I love that term, comfortable complacency. If we're just in that four to six range all the time, you're not going to experience the big highs that you're going after, the big successes, because you're not open to also experiencing the low lows. And I love how you talked about the fact that it's okay to be in that comfortable, complacent space at times, right? Like we have those moments where we just want things to be calm. There, there are phases in life where you're, where you're like, I don't want like those huge waves. I don't want the big up and downs. I've experienced that and I would like to be in a place of just even keel and calm for a little bit. I think the problem comes when we get stuck there, right? For a long, a longer period of time. Yes. So, and we can look at this in pretty much any, any type of, of setting. So whether it's fitness, uh, I oftentimes tell my clients, I'm going to push you. I'm going to make you uh, kind of feel uncomfortable. The weight is going to, and I'm talking specifically weights. If we're using strength training, we're using weights. I'm going to push you to use a heavier set every so often because our body needs that. Our body needs a little jump start every once in a while, but we will come back and we'll do some stretching and we'll feel comfortable again. Don't worry about that. But And the same way, if you're starting a business, if you're an entrepreneur, and I know that you've also experienced this, Lauren, where you get comfortable, but in order to grow and expand, we have to maybe step outside of that into the unknown, try a different program, try a different offer. Maybe you're investing in something and maybe the investment doesn't maybe go your way or it it feels like you're not getting something in return. Or maybe you do, maybe you find that that is what you needed to propel you forward. Or maybe if you put an offer out there, and I've done this as an entrepreneur, putting an offer out there that gets crickets, right? It's like, okay, I where's this momentum? This isn't okay. Maybe that wasn't aligned with what I truly wanted to do anyway. So you, you have to try. The biggest thing is get out of your own way and try. Take the first step whether it's going to be like the thing that propels you forward, or maybe it's a stepping stone. Maybe it's something that you learn from. Maybe it's something that you can grow from. And I always tell my my clients and, and even myself, look at things as a growing opportunity, that growth mindset, whether it is 
you're in that four to six, whether it feels like a three, two or one, or maybe it feels the other way, then you can really experience that joy when it does feel like it's clicking. So we can look at this as in a business setting. We can look at it in a fitness setting. We can look at it really even in relationships. If you're uh, if you're single and you have to, you're feeling comfortable, you don't want to step out there and put yourself out there, right? I mean, we can literally look at this in so many different areas of life that it's okay to be in that zone for a little bit. But if you're looking for that growth, if you're looking for something, if you're looking for something different and thinking about the person that you want to become or the things that you desire to achieve, then you got to step outside of that every once in a while. And I think the coolest thing about this is the more you do it, the easier it gets, right? Like Mm -hmm. you strengthen that muscle of being okay with the unknown, of being okay with being uncomfortable, of being okay with not knowing. Mm -hmm. And you also elevate your level of comfortable complacency every time you do this. So- What I mean by that is maybe you're at a place right now where you're in this comfortable, complacent zone and you're thinking about, okay, they're calling me out. (laughs) Like, I know that I am doing this in this specific area of my life. And you start thinking about, okay, how can I challenge myself? How can I step outside of that comfort zone to elevate? You do that. You strengthen that muscle. And then over time, that new level becomes your new comfortable complacent zone. Mm -hmm. And you hang out there for a little bit, like we talked about. And then you, you get to a place where you're like, okay, I'm ready to take the step to the next level. So it's like these stepping stones. But over time, the cool thing about this is your comfortable complacent zone gets higher and higher and higher. And then you get to a place where you look back and you're like, wow, look how far I've come. Like now this feels comfortable when six months ago or a year ago, I couldn't even fathom doing that. So we're always going to have these times where we're in this comfortable, complacent zone. It's just, can we make that zone higher and higher and higher, if you will, or like that next level? And can we look at it as like stairs? Every time we're at we're in that zone, it's like we took a step up and we established that as a new zone. And then we took a step up and we established that as a new zone. And that kind of leads me into the next thing that we're going to talk about, which is so we realize we're in this comfortable complacency. We realize that it's holding us back from achieving our big goals. So once we realize that and we know, okay, I'm here. I need to do something. What's next? Yeah. So I I mentioned it just briefly, but I want to come back to this. Thinking about the person that you want to become. Thinking about your why. What is your why? What do you want? Okay. So let's establish that. Once we can establish that, right? You think about um, kind of this this. I'm going to use fitness or kind of setting this, this up as, um, uh, you know, uh, health and, and wellness, but you may not be, or so often we also say, I'm not this, I can't this. So you may not be a morning person, right? 
but that's okay. You don't actually need to be a morning person, but you can still create kind of a, a, a rock solid evening and morning routine that can then help you learn how to support yourself in creating the results that you desire, right? So first, thinking about the person, the things that you desire to do or to be, whether that's health-related, whether that's wealth-related. So if you're a business owner and you really want to make it to that next level, um, okay, so let's, let's figure that out. Let's write down, let's journal about it. What is your why? Okay, so then once we create that, um, we can become more aware of our actions and our thoughts, right? There's that, uh, is it Gandhi that says the whole, uh, your, your, you know, your beliefs become your thoughts and your thoughts become your, your words, that whole, it is so true, right? So um, it's about getting out of your own way, thinking about the person that you want to become and desire to be and to go. That's the first thing. And then we start to shift the mind, the mindset, the thoughts that come with that into aligning it with our actions to create more harmony in our our everyday life. So that's the first thing. So really what we're doing is we're upgrading our awareness mm-hmm. of what the vision is, where we're desiring to go, what we're currently doing that's not working and what what are we going to do that is going to be part of the process that will lead us to what we ultimately desire. So it's bringing like a heightened level of intentionality, right? Mm-hmm. And I always like to talk about how this work is so different than the kind of work we're used to doing because it's a lot of mental work. It's mentally, it's thinking. It's thinking, it's visioning, it's planning, it's watching your thoughts, your beliefs, your patterns. And it's not something where you write it down on your to-do list for the day and then you check it off. It's not like, I'm going to watch my thoughts today. Check. Like, it's it's just this constant process. And again, over time, it becomes easier and easier. But if you want to create any sort of change in your life, you can't do that without awareness, right? Like, we have to be aware first. We can't change what we're not aware of. And so the first step really is upgrading that awareness and figuring out what's holding me back, where do I desire to go, and what are the beliefs, actions, patterns, and behaviors that are in alignment with where I desire to go. Yep. It's so true. So that awareness is first and foremost, you know, really getting clear on, on who you want to become and what that vision is, what you're doing. That's not really in harmony with that and uh, what those first steps would be. And let me tell you, you have the power. It's, it's all within you. You have such a power, personal power. You get to choose, you get to decide what you do. Um, and that also generates your thoughts and your feelings and, and therefore it, it gives you the, um, it can give you such confidence with your actions. So we want to find that harmony, uh, and 
it kind of comes in play with that comfortable complacency because like you mentioned, we're, the goal is to continue to move forward, to keep just expanding and, and growing as humans. And yes, challenges will come along with that. That's okay. Those are growth opportunities, but really getting clear on who you want to become and then starting to align those actions with, with that person. Um, being intentional is really important. Being intentional, being purposeful and mindful with your actions, because I can say that so often we can just go through our day. We can just go through our day, do the things that we typically do. So let me talk about that for a moment. The routines that we do, we all get up in the morning, probably use the restroom, we go to the kitchen, probably flip on a light. If you're having coffee, you make your coffee. So you already have your routines. Maybe at night you lock the door, you turn the lights off. These are all things that we're just programmed to do as humans. And why not start doing that with such intentionality for what you want to do, who you want to be, what you desire? So those routines that you do just almost automatically, let's start incorporating those types of things, but with what we want to do, what we desire to do. And I truly believe that a great morning routine actually starts the night before. So there we can eliminate so much unnecessary stress. You get to decide on what you do. And I get it. A long day. We all have long days. Maybe you have kids. Maybe you, uh, maybe you are working. Maybe, um, you just had a busy day being a, you know, a state home mom, whatever it might be, it's okay to feel tired and want to just sit on the couch <laughs> and scroll or turn on. I get it. We are allowed to feel tired, but you get to decide. You get to decide how that next day is going to start. And I firmly believe that it starts in the evening. And you don't have to be an athlete or run a billion dollar company to understand that setting yourself up the night before is actually the secret to waking up and having a great morning, a great day, a great week, a great month, a great year, and really setting yourself up for success in all areas of your life. So you don't, this is not, this is not any thing that you probably haven't heard or know, but I'm here to tell you that it is really important that you set yourself up for success the night before. Honestly, it's all about supporting you, the new you, the person that you want to be. These are like non-negotiables. It's a non-negotiable that you're going to turn off the lights at night. So make it a non-negotiable that you set your clothes out the night before for getting up, putting them on. Maybe it's, maybe it's a workout for me. I know that I set my day up for success with some movement and that might mean that you get up a little bit earlier, but you can learn how to support yourself by getting up. Even if you're not a morning person, it's okay. I used to say like, that's just a story you tell yourself, which we do tell ourselves stories that we tend to just like believe then if we've told, told ourselves them enough, but it's okay that you you may not be a morning person, but you can learn how to support yourself to get up 30 minutes early. Uh, and he, I have specific uh, ways to do this too, Lauren. I would love to dive into that, but first I have two big questions for you. 
So number one, we're talking about becoming more intentional. I'd love to hear you explain how exactly you become more intentional. And then the second thing is, how does one actually tap into their personal power to create these changes in their routines and to create more intentionality in their lives? Mm -hmm. Yeah, really good question. So for me, I, I get really intentional uh, the night before, um, and I clear my space and I'm going to, I'm going to go into that a little bit more here, but I also journal, I journal and I write down my thoughts. Um, I do kind of a brain dump, if you will, in the morning where where I just write down things that are coming to my mind that maybe it is things that I want to accomplish during the day. Maybe it's just thoughts that are, are circulating in my brain that, maybe don't align with how I truly want to feel for the day. And I just get them out, get them out of my mind. And that makes me feel really intentional then with moving forward for my day. So that helps me also movement. I feel like I move, I think about how I want to feel at the end of the day. And part of that is, is just like, I've been a good mom. I've been a good wife. I've um, been a, a good mentor and coach. And through that, part of that is movement for me. So I get really intentional with my movement. And also it's not only, it's not only lifting weights or going for a run, I stretch and I foam roll and I take time to really, um, think about how my body feels. I am very purposeful and intentional with the way my body feels that way. My mind actually feels much better, more focused, more, I get more clarity when my body feels good. And, um, and then that mental clarity, I find that I'm moving throughout my day with more intentionality. I I'm drinking water. I'm uh, nourishing my body a little bit, uh, better when I'm more intentional. And this also goes into all of the other areas of my life with my kids, with my relationships. Um, even with my business, I'm just more intentional with working with people, you know, working with women and bettering their lives and making a sustainable transformation for them. So that's kind of the long (laughs) version of how I get really intentional. It is the things, the routines that I do daily that I've done over time. Now, this is not just like a flip of a switch or a one-time thing that I've done to really become intentional. It is, it is a practice. It is over time. And uh, you can find that within a couple of weeks, I would say I have uh, clients that I work with and I say, let's, let's incorporate this for two weeks. I want to see how you feel after doing a, a solid rock solid evening and morning routine, um, for two weeks, let's see how that feels. And they find that when they can, when they have that, that timeframe in their head, or they, they know that they want to do this for two weeks, they do start living more intentionally. They start to to live with more purpose. And um, and then therefore they find success through their jobs, through um, their, their physical health, um, through their relationships. So uh, I would say that this is not an overnight thing. This is something that uh, it takes time, right? But there's the, you get to decide, you get to make the decisions, you get to choose and remind yourself often about why you're doing it. What is your why? 
I wrote down the word choice while you were talking. So I'm so glad you said that. It really is. I think it boils down to us simply making a choice, us making a choice that the vision that we have, which you talked about, and the version of ourselves that we ultimately desire to be is possible for us. And we're we're going to go after it. And once we make that choice, we it sounds like you started to tap into how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel every day that's in alignment with that vision and that version of myself? And then how do I want to show up in this life? And so it really is quite simple. It's not complicated. I think Everything boils down to choices we make, and there's no difference between Laurel and myself and anyone else who's been on this podcast and you. It's just that you get to a place where you do, you make that choice. You decide that you want to live a certain way, and you're going to start aligning everything with a new level of intentionality with that way of living and with that way of being. Okay, are you sitting here listening to these episodes feeling motivated, inspired, and ready to make some moves? You've got that deep fire in your belly, that deep desire in your soul to courageously meet your edge, to create movement, to activate your next level because you know you've only touched the surface of what you're capable of. Are you ready to create the life that you've always desired, to embody the woman that you've always desired to be? Here's the thing. You know something is missing. You just can't quite put your finger on what it is. You know what you desire is possible. You're just not quite sure how to get there and what's holding you back. You've been contemplating making a move and investing in yourself in a major way, but you just haven't pulled the trigger yet. You're excited, you're anxious, and you're nervous but you know in your gut that you're ready. In my mentorship containers, I'm able to quickly see the subconscious beliefs and patterns that have been holding you back from the things that you ultimately desire. The ones that are so deeply buried in your subconscious and your shadow that you can't see them. Together, we're going to investigate layer after layer after layer to expose all of the things hidden under the surface creating resistance. I'm going to help you bring those things to the surface to examine them and release them. I'm going to challenge your ways of thinking, being, and doing, and I'm going to reflect back to you where you're being small, where you're dimming your light, and the things that you're hiding. And then from there, I'm going to help you connect the dots to get clear on your next level and then support you as you take those leaps. I'm going to hold you accountable as you ascend. It's going to feel exhilarating, freeing, spacious, like a breath of fresh air, and at times, scary and challenging. My one-on-one mentorship and mastermind are now enrolling, but spots are very limited. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about what these containers entail, or just shoot me a quick direct message on Instagram at Lauren underscore Francois to chat and see if we're a good fit for each other and which container makes the most sense for you. How does, this question is kind of a loaded question. So once we make that choice, how does one tap into their personal power? Yeah, I think that truly starting to, and you you know, you know this too, because uh, you studied this, but we can dive in deeper to like the, how the mind and and the body connect and, and all the different um, chemicals that are going throughout our body and how our, our just 
the things that go along, that's a whole nother conversation that that is really a, a cool one too to have. But there is something to say about the routine of things, the commitment, the consistency that then builds up this confidence within yourself that then you, that that's your personal power. You know, that then you start to realize, okay, I just did, I just kept a, a promise to myself and this built up confidence. Okay. That that's your personal power. You guys, when you can just keep those promises to yourself and you see and feel more so feel yourself becoming um, maybe a happier version of yourself, more joyful, even in those moments. And I, I, I work with, with my clients on creating almost this, this tool, um, this t- toolkit of it. We're not going to be happy and joyous all of the time. And that's okay because we're humans. So we have the tools when we don't feel so great to keep doing the things that we know will keep us on track or we know are going to make us feel just a little bit better. And again, I mentioned that for me, it might be movement or nourishing my body, drinking more water. Those are little things that you can do when you don't feel as great, right? So even last week, I was telling Lauren, I was feeling so exhausted, but I, and I could have just slept. I could have just, you know, turned off the alarm, but I knew that getting up and creating some space some quiet time for myself for me, it still was a little bit of movement, but not as intense. Those things, those are my tools. Those are the things that I know will help me feel just a little bit better when I don't feel that great. So tapping into your personal power is, is really keeping those promises to yourself, keeping those promises to yourself, create the confidence that really it's the positive domino. And those that's so empowering when you can do that yourself and you almost prove to yourself that you just did something so cool. Um, and, and it is really cool. You kept that promise to yourself by showing up for yourself day in and day out. And even when you don't feel that great, it doesn't mean that you have to do, um, you know, all of the things. It doesn't mean that you have to do the, the more intense workout. It doesn't mean that you, um, have to, it just means showing up in some way, shape or form for yourself. And, um, I do have a client that I was telling you about Lauren and, um, I want to, I want to give her as talk about her experience, if that's all right. Yes. I have one question for you before we dive into that. So you talked about keeping the promises to yourself and you work with a lot of women in the, um, health or fitness and nutrition. And what would you say to someone who says, how do I start keeping promises to myself when I, my habit is to break the promises that I keep to myself? Like, how do you help someone transition into that? Because someone might be sitting here listening, thinking it would be great if I kept the promises that I made to myself, but I'm so used to not, right? Like, especially when it comes to health and fitness, we, we make so many promise to promises to ourselves and then something happens and we break that promise to ourselves. I know I was on that roller coaster for years and years and years when I was younger. So someone who is struggling to keep the promises they make to themselves, what would be your advice to them as to how they can start keeping those promises? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I have two things that come to mind. One is just to start small, really, and and think about what it is that you truly would do. If you can create that, uh, say you, you sit down and you really think about the person and the things that you desire, whether in, in any area, but if we're talking specifically about fitness and, and health, creating the a list of things that you you really would like and and not thinking to yourself i'm going to accomplish all these that this is this is overwhelming what is one thing that you will do what is one thing you absolutely can do that is small that is you can consistently do to build up the confidence because once you incorporate that and you say okay even if it's might sound simple but you wake up and you drink eight ounces of water first thing like just simple right? Um, the other thing is to find an accountability partner, tell somebody that is really supportive of you, or if it's something that is, is been on your mind to, to reach out for a mentor or a coach of some sort, some sort of accountability partner is very helpful that you can check in with and say, you know, or they check in and say, Hey, did, how did it go? How did drinking that eight, eight ounces of water go for you? How was the 10 minutes of of movement. Do you want to go for a walk today? An accountability partner can be so impactful. It, it's very helpful when you have somebody in your corner being your biggest cheerleader and and kind of pushing you to create those healthier habits. And you guys, this applies not just to health and fitness. Basically, everything we're talking about applies to any area of your life. I love how you talked about starting small and you've mentioned that a couple times. Starting small and using that to build confidence in yourself and that is the exact opposite of what most women do. Most women <laughs> go balls to the walls, right? That's what we're told. That's what we've been taught by society is like we got to go all in. We got to change everything all at once because it's going to take too much time if we start small, right? Like I want it to happen faster. We're, we're in this like instant gratification world where it's like it has to happen faster, 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 faster. But what we don't realize is when we try to change everything at once so that things will happen faster, it's really, really hard to commit to that consistently because our lifestyle is so different from the reality we're trying to create, there has to be those stepping stones. And you guys, the time is going to pass anyway, right? Like, what's the rush? I say this all the time. I'm like, what's the rush? We're rushing to where? Most of us are rushing to we don't know where. Like, we're just in a rush to get somewhere, but we have no idea what that place is. So why not slow down and Take the small steps that are going to build the confidence that's going to create that personal power that you can then tap into over time. You're going to set yourself up for so much more success. And the coolest thing about all of this is that the growth is exponential. So when you do this, it feels like at the beginning, nothing is happening. Right. Like if you're committing, if you're like, I want to completely change my health and fitness routine and I am starting with simply drinking eight ounces of water every morning, you're probably going to be like, what the heck is this going to do? Like, I feel like this is not doing anything, but what it's doing is it's building one healthy habit. 
and it's building your confidence. And then from there, you have the confidence to say, well, I did this for 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. Now I'm going to add on something else. And then I'm going to add on something else. And what happens is everything starts building on each other and it grows exponentially. So it starts to compound and create momentum. And then all of the sudden you look back and you're like, holy cow, look at where I am now. And it all started with drinking eight ounces of water. Like I never could have imagined, right? That's that positive domino, that one thing that can feel so simple and maybe not that, you know, not that important, but it can be when it is the one thing that empowers you to do more. So let's dive into this client of yours, because I know you guys started with focusing on like one thing and it just exploded into multiple areas of her life, really up leveling. It did. And, you know, she, this client of mine, she, I've been working with her for a very long time in different capacities. So I, uh, when I, I didn't have my private coaching mentorship when I first opened the studio and, and now I do. And so I started working with her a few years ago, actually. And she is a perfect example of why going from zero to 60 um, that wouldn't have worked for her, right? That that just wouldn't have, have helped her in a sustainable way, something that she is now translated into so many other areas of her life, which is why it relates to this Wealthy Woman podcast so well, because um, wealth is for her, not only in the health area and in the field, but also in her business. So she... Uh, began to implement small steps. So we started with the water, making a kind of this magical morning for her uh, and and getting up, taking care of her her body by lightly stretching and 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 water and meditation. And this it just built up the confidence. We incorporated more movement into her week, kind of scheduling it out. So it was on the calendar like a routine. She was going to be walking after work. These little things kept on progressing, kept on building up her confidence. From there, we we started flipping some more things with her mindset. And I will say all of this stuff along the way has definitely shifted the way that she thinks and the way that she um, you know, uses those different tools in her toolbox to help her along the way and feel, feel, you know, really good day in and day out, um, no matter what comes her way. So this past year, well, after building up this confidence in herself, she was promoted not once, but twice within her business to a bigger, a leadership role, more, she was earning more money. She was having more responsibility but she was handling it in a way that didn't, she wasn't feeling stressed out about it um, because she did have more responsibility and she wasn't a leadership role. She felt so prepared for it because of all the things that we did building her up and, and preparing her for kind of this, um, this new level, this new version of herself. These are things that she desired to have in her life, more money. She desired to be in a 
leadership role. And she truly didn't think that this was something she could ever achieve. It was the story she was telling herself. I can't ever do that. I can't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, there. And yet as she was, it was the belief, the belief in herself. She tapped into her personal power. She erased, she rewrote kind of the story she was telling herself and all of the confidence that, that we were able to build along the way that she, she really tapped into that power and became that leader. Her, her bosses saw that and wanted to applaud her for it. So they promoted her time and time again. And, um, she is just, she's a phenomenal example of health and wealth going together and, and finding success in multiple areas of her life. And I think this brings us to something you mentioned before, which I know could be an entire episode on its own, but I feel like we need to touch on this is the body-mind connection. And you are very, very passionate about the body-mind connection. And we're going to talk about something that Laurel has coming up that really is centered around this body-mind connection. But maybe you can just dive into that briefly. Like with this client of yours, clearly you started working on, it almost started in the body, right? Like it started making shifts within her fitness and her nutrition and her health. And those shifts then led to changes within her beliefs and within how she saw herself and within her confidence. So I'd love to hear you talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I I know that you believe this as well. I just firmly believe that that mind-body connection is, is so powerful And that is why I do the work that I do, honestly, is because it's not just the physical side of things and it's not just physical health. There's so much more that goes into our health and honestly, probably more so in the mental side of things or in our mindset and, and the way that, um, we, we feel about ourselves, what we can accomplish, what we can or can't do, uh, be there's the saying of, if you if you believe you can, you can, or if you believe you can't, then you can't, or, you know, th- those types of sayings that, that, um, it's true. And for her, it was, it was, they went hand in hand, really. I started out just working with her in a personal training setting. So we started to build that confidence up there. But when I began the, the more, uh, deeper diving into the one-on-one work where we really, did more work in the, with her mindset, it, it really, that, that connection was so powerful for me to see that that is why I, I continued to, to work on that myself and to learn and to be, I'm constantly a student, just learning myself so that I can help my, the people that I work with in this type of way. Um, the mind body connection, it is, it is, truly you you can't have one without the other i believe um so yes she she started small with the physical changes but it was when she got that mental flip um is where the confidence came from she tapped into that personal power and she was able to propel herself forward within her company oh i just love how everything snowballs right you start with something and it just I've always been a believer that health and fitness, the the way we think our, think about ourselves, the habits that we create in that specific area 
then permeate every other area of our life. It is so powerful. And so we're kind of nearing the end of of our time together, but I'd love to kind of just recap and give the listeners some tangible takeaways of what they can do to start implementing some of the things that we have talked about. Uh, Perfect. So I've mentioned before to what is your why, right? And and really get clear on who you want to become or the, the things that you desire. But here are some really simple things that I want you guys to get serious about starting tonight, starting tonight, like do this to support the new you, um, set yourself, yourself up for success. Here's number one, lay out your clothes. So this is activation energy. Okay. This is what I like activation energy, lay out your clothes for the night before, lay them out for the next morning. If you have kids, like I pack lunches, I assemble my kids backpacks by the door, ready to rock. I, if there's any sporting events that your kids are in or that you are a part of, maybe you're laying out your business clothes or your, you know, that your workout happens after pack that bag. Don't even have that be a thought or stress in the morning. This is like so psychological too. Like this is very helpful when it comes to alleviating stress. So that's number one, lay the stuff out, get prepared. Number two, give yourself a clean slate. So what I mean by that, and I, Mel Robbins said this, she, she said, it's like flushing the toilet. Okay. So when you go to the bathroom, you flush the toilet, right? Clean slate. Just like that. I want you to clean up the mess that was made that night, whether it's dishes or your countertops, like clear the space that is going to help you because in the morning, and I mentioned this before, full days you get tired and you just want to rest, right? You want to fill the the pot up with warm water and soap and let it soak overnight, right? You're like, okay, that's going to be a better, that's going to be a better situation. No, in the morning, you're like, what? Why didn't I just clean it up? So clean it up. Give yourself a clean slate. Put the dishes away. Clean the countertops because most likely the first stop after you've used the restroom is the kitchen. And so to come out and see that clean slate for you is going to feel so refreshing. And number three, set your alarm and don't push the snooze button five times. A a really good suggestion is to actually put your phone maybe in your bathroom. Maybe it's in the kitchen. Now, I understand for me, I like to... Um, be able to hear if somebody were to call me or if there was an emergency of some sort, especially if you have kids or family. Okay. So, so move your phone away from you, but, but have it on. You don't have to have it on silent, put it on. Um, So if you needed to be contacted, you could, or have something, you know, like a watch that might buzz, Uh, but move that phone out of your room. One, this is multi-reason. There's purpose to this one. You have to get up to turn the alarm off Two. uh, the phone is is really actually a big reason why we're losing sleep at night if it's near your bedside or if it's right there for you to grab to check emails to check you know social media to scroll so those are the three three big things that if you want to start setting yourself up for success make it easier on yourself support the new you i want you to start tonight these are non-negotiables lay out your your clothes for the morning of 
pack those lunches, assemble the backpacks. If you have kids, put those things by the door, have it all ready. Number two, give yourself a clean slate, flush the toilet, clean, clean, (laughs) clean, if you will, and clean off the countertops. And number three, set that alarm and, and just a little bit earlier. Give yourself quiet time, time to move, time to journal, whatever it might be. Those are the three things. Support the new you. This is going to lead to success, not only um, like mentally, but this is going to lead to success in so many other areas of your life. Those are the three main things that I want you to get serious on. Okay. So I want you guys to just close your eyes if you can. If it is safe for you to close your eyes, we're just going to do this a little visualization about what Laurel just told you. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to just think about a morning where you wake up and you have time whether you're you have kids or not. I know many of you listening have kids, so you will relate to this. I want you to think about waking up in the morning, having like 30 minutes of quiet time before your kids get up to do whatever you want to do. And then starting your day with your kids getting up, their lunches have already been packed if you pack lunches. Their backpacks are already packed. Your kitchen is clean. All you have to do is make breakfast Get everybody dressed, which I know that can be stressful too. (laughs) But if you follow Laurel's tips, maybe you've actually decided on outfits the night before. I That is something I need to do with my daughter because she is like, hmm, outfits in the morning can become a very frustrating thing in our house with her. But outfits are decided. They just put on their clothes. Everything is set. Like, I want you to just feel in your body how a morning like that would feel. And at night, when you're tired and you've just put the kids down or you've just finished up work and all you want to do is go sit on the couch and leave the mess for the morning and not get everything packed because you promised yourself you're going to get up earlier to do all that, I want you to tap into that feeling. Like this is what it's going to feel like after I'm done doing all of this tonight. And maybe you put in some AirPods with some nice music and maybe you light yourself a nice candle and maybe you pour yourself a glass of wine (laughs) to go do these things at night, to just pick up a little bit, clean up your kitchen, lay out the clothes, pack the lunches. This is something that I implemented as well a while ago. It was probably last year when my son really started. My kids both needed lunches packed. But I was like, why don't I just make their lunches at night while I'm making dinner? Because the food's all out. I'm in the kitchen anyway. I'm doing stuff. If I just make their lunches now and put them in the fridge, get their water bottles filled up, put them in the fridge, get their backpacks set, Then in the morning, all I have to do is put the lunches in the backpack and I'm good to go. And it alleviated so much stress. And I know you know what it feels like when you're running around in the morning like a chicken with your head cut off, yelling at your kids to get in the car because you're late and you're not going to be on time. And it's just like, you're like, oh my God, I just traumatized everyone for the rest of their life with this one morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's these are so simple and yet it will alleviate unnecessary stress for you, which will 
give you so much that you don't even realize so much more in the way of energy and clarity and patience and, um, and, and focus and productivity. It will, it, it will honestly, I, I think it's changed the way we start out our day, which in turn snowballs through the rest of the day. Right. So. Yes. Yes. Because then you can think about if I had a morning like that, how would I like go to work? How would I show up for my business? How would, what would a day be like that followed a morning like that? And I know for me, it's really exciting to think about because it's like, oh man, if I start my day that way, the sky is the limit. Like the opportunities are endless. So I love those three tips. Those are absolutely incredible. You guys do this. Take this seriously. This is not These are not challenging things to do. Every single one of you listening can do this. We know it. (laughs) So Laurel, can you please tell us what you have coming up? Because you have created something truly incredible. And I want every single person listening to this podcast to know about it and to go and sign up for this. Yes. So I have a free 10-day summit. It launches April 10th. And this summit is called Strong Body, Strong Mind. So exactly what we are talking about here today. Um, And I have some amazing people that are coming on as guest speakers for the summit. Lauren is one of them. And it is, everyone's got such a great, like unique take on this mind-body connection. They share their personal experiences and journeys with it and give some really great tips and advice on how you can take inspired action on your health and wellness and and how to create this strong body, strong mind that will lead to success in all areas of your life. Okay. Can you give us just a little sneak peek as to some of the experts that will be speaking at the summit? Well, yes, of course. So Lauren is one of them. Lauren Francois. um, So excited to have you on. Uh, I have Mark Lavat, who he is the strength and conditioning coach for the Green Bay Packers. I have Alicia Brown. She's a registered dietitian, but she's all about creating a more positive relationship with your food and your body. I have uh, Abby uh, Stasior. She's also a dietitian. She's currently an intern, a dietetic intern for Vanderbilt. Um, I have Leah O'Brien. She's an emotion code practitioner. I have um, I have so many. I have so many. I think I've I've interviewed and, and talked to fifteen different people on this subject. And um, I have coaches. I have athletes. I have professionals. I have, um, you know, just transformation coaches. I have people from all different areas of, of health, wellness, strong body, strong mind. And it's going to be phenomenal. You don't want to miss this. And every single person, pretty much everybody has, is giving some sort of freebie away with it that you can then use to help you on your journey. So whether it's a blueprint or, um, uh, you know, uh, some sort of guide to help you within your home and making it a cleaner, using, you know, more uh, cleaner um, materials to use. And you know what I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm trying cleaner to say. Cleaning products. <laughs> yes. And just, it's going to be, it's going to be really, really amazing to hear from everybody. 
You guys, you need to scroll down to the show notes and sub or subscribe, not subscribe, register. That's the word I'm looking for. You need to scroll down to the show notes and register for this summit. These people that Laurel has interviewed truly are incredible experts in their fields, and you do not want to miss this. So again, all you have to do is scroll down to the show notes, click the link and register. And once you're registered, you'll get all of the details about the summit, how it's going to go down. You'll get access to all of the freebies. And I I was truly honored to be asked to speak in this. And I cannot wait to hear all of the experts speak because, I mean, just the wealth of knowledge that you have gathered in this container is mind-blowing. So you guys, go register. Thank you so much, Laurel, for hopping on with me. How can listeners find you? Yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, Lauren, thank you. I'm very honored to be here and to talk with you and and be able to share um, with your listeners. But yes, you can click that link uh, to register for the summit. RootsHealthStudio.com has all of the other information on, on myself and what I'm doing. And if you're staying connected through that summit, you'll also be able to receive some other information on um, on what I do too. So, and if you want to go follow, follow yep. Laurel on social media. <laughs> Thank you. Laurel Perrins. You can find me on Instagram at Laurel Perrins. And then I also am on Facebook. I have a private Facebook group that you can join where I give tips and, and just share some, some positivity on in there as well. So there's lots of ways to connect with Laurel, and I'll be sure to include all of those in the show notes for you guys to simplify everything. So thank you so much for joining us today, and I will talk to you at our next episode. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.